-hmm. Augmented reality means you can actually experience it. So anywhere from a QR code that brings an experience to life to a Instagram filter to me putting on a headset and walking through a building with you telling you how to clear the rooms. Welcome back to another episode of Attractive Mindset. And today's guest, I went to an event the other day and just, wow, the room filled with a lot of amazing individuals, a lot of entrepreneurs, a lot of tech, you know? And so, you know, we we like to dive into the tech industry because I'm new to tech, but, you know, definitely meeting her, her stage presence, her, you know, vibe, just everything about her, you know, recommendations from people that I just met that day. Like, have you met Robin? Have you met Robin? And so, you know, it's just really good that we get a chance to get her on on the show, Miss Robin Diamond. Hi, thank you so much for having me on the show. I'm so excited that you got to come to an event. Um, we've been able to do a lot of cool things in marketing and immersive tech, so innovation and kind of taking a whole different mindset on how we do things, which is not a pun intended, but um, taking a different mindset not to be an agency, but to be a true partnership. And I'm glad you got to come to the event because it was truly about networking. Mm -hmm. It was if we could have just had the cocktail hour go on forever and just be able to share like knowledge dump to each other. I think a lot of businesses need that right now. A lot of individuals need that. And so that was our main goal. Absolutely. No, it was an amazing event, you know, and I've been to a lot of events. We go to a lot of events and that one just for the year, I want to say it was one of my top events for sure. You know, I'm a veteran as well. And so I got to connect with some of the guys that were there and it was just a really immersive, diverse and, and just fulfilling environment. And so what made you even want to do those type of events? So that was our first one. Mm. So we kind of jumped into one of the largest events that we could possibly throw. And I'm glad. What what branch were you in? Can I ask? Marine Corps. Nice. My favorite. <laughs> you, you heard me do a shout out on that. Exactly. Uh, definitely Paris Island or no? Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, giving back to the first responder and veteran community is a huge thing. And I think we wanted to do something that made everyone feel comfortable. There's a ton of business owners out there. There's a ton of business professionals. There's people who are just college students who are trying to break into the field and they they need connections. Mm -hmm. And we truly feel like networking and partnerships and community is everything. Mm -hmm. And I don't, it's like a true partnership. Like I might meet you, but I get to meet Dan through that. And that's really exciting for me. That's really what why we did the event. Um, when we started, we were like hoping 100 people would come. And uh, when we got to like 260, we were like, wow, uh, wow, this is different. And we knew that we wanted to be something that was different, more about networking. Um, you didn't even hear me get a chance to speak about what we did because mm -hmm. that was really intentional. It was really about what other people do. And then giving back to our veteran community is our number one priority. Like. They've done so much. I wouldn't have freedom without the people who are willing to put the ultimate sacrifice there. So thank you for your service, but also thank you for coming to an event and seeing that. Thank you. Thank you. And so let's 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 learn a little bit about you. And so who is Robin Diamond? Um, OK, so um, I'm Robin Diamond. Uh, I am blessed enough to have this company. I have to say blessed because that's a huge thing. Uh, we were part of a tech spinoff. Mm. So we had a lot of good customers who had been around for a while um, and they really trusted us. And so we don't look at ourselves as an agency. We do things that are completely different. Uh, we don't have a sales team. We have a partnership team. Mm. And it's really about community and who we are. Um, I came from the restaurant and hospitality industry. Okay. Uh, my dad is a first responder. So that's why that veteran uh, community, I was there in 2000 um, during like the Iraq war. I actually lost really close friends. And that's kind of why we always give back. It's really important. My grandfather was a Marine at Paris Island. Uh, 
just to throw that in there. Um, so I have a restaurant and hospitality background. I moved into a marketing kind of role and it was very old school mindset in marketing. It was doing billboards. Oh, wow. Okay. So let's, let's throw it back a few years. People always say, <laughs> did you get your degree in social media? The social did not exist yet. Mm. I might look young, but that's a lot of Botox in this face. Um, it wasn't, <laughs> it didn't exist. And so really thinking outside the box and bringing that into what the next generation is supposed to look like. And then it kind of emerged as like, we're always going to be cutting edge. So augmented reality was just a next fit. Mm. We want to help businesses grow at the level that they need to go. Okay. Okay. And so did you ever see yourself even getting into this industry or were you just, well, how did you end up here? Uh, no, I did not ever see myself. I thought I would be in the hospitality industry in New York for the rest of my life. Mm. Um, loved the event part, loved the marketing part, but did not ever see branching out into different ones. And as I met different business owners, it was just, it's fun. It's fun to find people's problems and find solutions and work together with them. Um, and then tech just, everything is tech now. Mm -hmm. So I wouldn't have said that it is, but it's just a natural progression now. Like you can't know how to do social if you don't know coding anymore Absolutely. and how it works into your website. So I think the world of tech and marketing have merged to this immersive tech now in this innovation world. And that's really, so I don't know where it's going to be in three years. Mm. Okay. Okay. And so what is young Robin like? Whew, crazy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think, um, I've always been a little bit different in the fact I had owned my own restaurants. Mm -hmm. So maybe we should start with there. Um, I started flipping homes because no one would rent to me back in the day. And so you could buy a $40,000 home. Mm -hmm. So flipping it, my, my college roommates will probably laugh because they actually lived with me. So I've always had an entrepreneur mindset. Mm -hmm. My parents say it came comes from selling candy at my school. Like I just mm -hmm. loved it. I love the transaction. I love sales. They're not hard. It's just a conversation. Um, so my life has progressed that way. Never did I think this would be where it would head. And I don't actually know where it's going. If that helps. Okay. Okay. And so, you know, going from high school into college, what did you study when you got into college? So, um, I went to college for business mm -hmm. and I have a business and a psychology because wow. I feel like if you don't know how people think, how can you be a business owner? I love that. Yes. So I did both. Um, and from there, hospitality was so easy because you had to know the psychology of where people are thinking and then running your own company. You have to know that you have to understand that where our name comes fifth and core is the five senses. So truly engaging everyone's senses and then core is Latin for heart. So at the root of it, at the, at the point of who we are, the heart of who we are, it is those core values. It's that courage. And so everything's always been immersive to me. It's not been siloed. Okay. No, I like that. That's the, that's a good meeting behind that name. And so, you know, in creating this company, what was your biggest obstacle at first in transitioning from, you know, flipping houses to this? Uh, starting your own company um, and having it in like the restaurant background, I will say there's a lot. I, I One, funding. So um, no bank wanted to touch me. And I think a lot of business owners don't openly share that. Yeah. Um, so you can have a dream, but just because you have one doesn't mean other people believe in it. So being able to personally invest in myself, even putting my house on the line, mm. I'm sold into this business. Um, I think that was one of the biggest challenges because people in this mindset, they think that you have never ending budgets. They work for Google with uh, ever unlimited PTO. And that was really hard. Um, and then getting started. 
Because when you have no name, it's figuring out who you are and it's your own personal brand. Mm -hmm. And it's knowing who to say yes to and not everyone's the best customer and we're not the right fit for everybody. So I say, you don't have to wife up with us. Mm -hmm. You don't have to. Let's start out slow. Let's start dating each other and then see if this is where we want because we're we're getting into people's businesses. Absolutely. And so how do friends and family react to something where they may be used to another platform and you're like, hey, well, I have this now. You know, how does that interaction happen? I have an amazing family. Mm -hmm. um, but it's weird because the friend thing, let's just let's let's be real right now. Um, your friends don't become your customers. Your customers actually become your friends. Mm. Um, and that was a hard mindset to wrap around. The people who, you know, were like, yeah, you're amazing. Open your business. I'm like, so I'm ready to help you. And they're like, no. Um, the opposite. I think a lot of our clients have become my dearest friends because we've been in the trenches with them. Um, we believe in a battle buddy system. So someone always has your back. And that's really, and you know that, you appreciate that battle buddy. Absolutely. Someone has to have your six. And I think it's full vulnerability when it comes to working with us. And so our clientele has now become our friends. But unfortunately, it wasn't the other way around. Mm, okay. And so, you know, where did you understand in that business that this is for me and I'm really going to stay in this route and, and scale it to the highest level possible? So I thought cold sales was it. Mm. Reach out to businesses. We realized very quickly, Lexi in this room, who you can't see, um, we realized becoming a partners, real partnership, real community changed how we did it. So we actually got rid of our sales team, mm. and which is very odd. People are like, what the heck are you doing? Um, we moved to a partnership in a community. We moved to more referral based. And that's where we started finding our true self. We found like-minded people and we were able to help them ultimately for their goals. We could be extremely vulnerable. And I think that's where our business has progressed. And in today, nobody wants an agency. They don't want that quick turn and burn and neither do I. It's a relationship. So we, we make sure we stay the course with you. Okay. And so do you think gender had a role to play in the position of company that you built? I as guess. far as like maybe male dominated industry or oh yeah i'm definitely playing with boys it's a boys club mm. um but i have some really incredible guy friends you probably met them that night um who are military who are like they step in and they appreciate it i don't think i'm at a disadvantage because i'm female uh, our team is you said diversity our team is you know there's eight fluent languages spoken on our team we're mm. probably the most diverse group of people and i love that mm. i would say age has Ageism is real. So I don't think people judge about being female. The comments I hear is, oh, why isn't your team older? Well, mm. most tech people are younger and it's a different mindset like shift that people need to get. That's one of the biggest hurdles we deal with every day. And I would love to say that because my team is isolated by their age mm -hmm. and I hate that. Got it. Okay. And so in you working with some of the other people that came on stage that day, how did you get into those type of relationships? It was true partnership. So like finding a tech partner, you can't do everything. Mm -hmm. And if you go in as a business and you think you can do that, you're going to fail. There are people who are smarter than you and partner with them. Use that referral. It's okay to say like, I don't know, go talk to Darren. He's probably bet. Like if I'm going to start my own podcast, I'm going to talk to you about it. Yeah. Where, where am I going? You know, so those partnerships, it was having really transparent conversations. And it was really about, I say, partnerships are like dating. Mm -hmm. 
You're not going to ask me on the first date, you know, what what can you do for me? How are you going to financially support me? That's not it. It's about getting to know you. It's about getting to know, are we like-minded and how do we connect to each other? We might never refer business to each other, but we might help each other in other areas. And that's how we looked at those partners that night. Got it. Okay. Okay. And so what is like the main goal of your company? Creating the unexpected. Like I... It could be marketing. It could be augmented reality. It could be virtual reality, whatever they're doing, digital twins in the future. It's really meeting a brand, creating something that's so memorable, and then bringing a lot other people along for the ride. And so when you say augmented reality, I know more so virtual reality, but even myself, just being there for the presentation that day, I learned more about augmented reality. And so how does that intertwine with your company in marketing? So you do know augmented reality. Mm-hmm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call you out right now. Have you ever used an Instagram filter? Yeah. All right. You used augmented reality. Mm. That's it. It's just augmenting a tiny bit. So when people say they haven't, my 71-year-old dad has used augmented reality. Got it. Now there's different stages in it. And so it's really folding into marketing. Um, We're seeing a lot of brands do it. Virtual reality is a little hard. Mm -hmm. If you don't know, females normally get sick within 30 seconds of having a headset on. Just so like strokes happen at that same time. So um I've had a stroke in the past. I don't like virtual reality. Mm. Augmented reality means you can actually experience it. So anywhere from a QR code that brings an experience to life to a Instagram filter to me putting on a headset and walking through a building with you telling you how to clear the rooms. Mm. It, it can meet at different levels. And I think that's where that's a marketing tool, but it's also a training tool for a bunch of brands. And that's where we're seeing the shift of marketing into immersive experiences. Got it. And so who would you say is like your target audience for that? Um, Brands who want to take it to the next level. Brands who want to, we have a lot of consumer packaged goods, so CPG brands, who want to show the details. You want to show oyster, like a hospitality. We have one that has oysters. Your server forgets what oyster comes out there or a wine experience, but putting a little QR code on it that actually shows what regions they come from, Mm. it's an immersive experience. People share it on social, and then it becomes this hype around it. So almost everyone can be our customer. Wow. Okay. And so you're from Miami originally? I'm originally from Fort Lauderdale. Okay. Left for 19 years and then came back. So you went to New York. I went to New York and lived up there, but I went to school in Virginia and then went to New York and then came back. Got it. And so what made you come back here? Mm, I wanted to be with my family. My parents were getting uh, older and um, it was really important to move back. Mm. And so it definitely seems like you're very, you know, family oriented. You have a tight knit group. And so with that, do would you say you've had trouble doing like work life balance? I'm sorry. What is the work life balance? (laughs) No, I have absolutely that is my i come from two workaholic parents mm-hmm. if they hear this they're gonna <laughs> shake me um <laughs> they are the most energetic supportive people that you can possibly have mm-hmm. um my dad will always say like okay let's troubleshoot it and my mom will whiteboard with me and they were never in this profession so but it's great to have outside minds uh you have to have family mm-hmm. i don't think balance is a weird thing it could be 90 10 it could be 50 50 I'm 120. Uh, I, I love going, but that's that's okay for my life. I don't have children, so it's totally okay for me to be like completely immersed in it. Uh, relationships are everything to me, though, and your family, not just through blood. Mm. When you're family, you're family. And I don't need a DNA test to know that you're family. Once you're in, you're in, and that means forever. 
Okay, okay. And so if you had to give advice to anybody that's becoming an entrepreneur in marketing, what are three key pieces of advice that you would give them? Sit with people who will hold you accountable. That's one. Um, find people who are smarter than you. Mm -hmm. And be okay to fail fast. Mm. Are there any books that really stand out to you that you've read? Um, yes. Why am I not thinking of any? Uh, that doesn't mean it didn't stand out. I think building a team would be one. Um, it really is the phases of what I'm going through, yeah. whether it's finance or you know, traction, you know, there's different, you can take things from every single book. There's a book called traction. Um, but some of these things we're learning too fast now. I mm -hmm. like the world is moving way too fast for a book to even come out and it'd be relevant anymore. Mm -hmm. Dealing with the next generation of Gen Z while also dealing with boomers still in the, mm -hmm. there's no book written for all of those things. Mm -hmm. And alphas are coming up faster than we even thought. Yeah. And they're, you hand a four-year-old something and they figure it out faster than our, our dev team can. Mm -hmm. um, so I would say learn online, spend time investing in yourself. LinkedIn is a great place. Mm. I wish I would have learned LinkedIn way sooner. <laughs> and so how was it transitioning towards a more online presence versus what you used to do doing, you know, billboards and everything? Uh, it's a totally different world. People react differently. Um, people think that just because you don't get a like, People aren't listening to you. That's not true. Um, I didn't realize personal branding meant so much. Um, that is a huge wake up call because I wasn't investing in those things. Um, and community, getting out there and like building out a true authentic community um, is going to, that's like really important. And influencers mean different things to different people. My mom could be an influencer because she influences your life. Doesn't mean she has 100,000 followers. So moving to an online presence, things happen. Also, mistakes happen faster. So when you're posting a hundred pieces of content a day versus one billboard, there's going to be mistakes. And so just being agile to switch that mindset mm -hmm. and learn from it and just make up for it. And so with that mistakes that you said, what do you feel like is the biggest mistake that you've learned from and during this business? Uh, there's so many mistakes. If I had to tell somebody like what mistakes, um, isolation was the first one. Mm. So when I call out communities and I say, hey, this is just for you to really network, I thought you had to be perfect on the outside, emotionally not holding it together. And then I realized true transparency was really what it was. That was the biggest mistake that that probably held us back for a while. Mm. Okay, okay. And so, you know, what? what's the plans for the next event? Okay, so <laughs> we're thinking, because we're crazy, uh, we're thinking about doing one at the end of October or early November, and we want to just go out. Uh, someone said about Friendsgiving. Mm. And I was like, why not bring this and like give back? So we want to do something that gives back to the community. And then also something now that people have seen the event we want to do, um, something that's a little bit more interactive. So we want to start doing live demos at every table. So you talked about augmented reality. I want to put a headset on you and I want you to like experience it instead of just seeing speakers. Got it. Okay. Okay. And so, you know, if anybody wanted to work with you or find you or learn more about you, you know, what are some social media platforms that they can find you on? We're on every social platform possible. It's fifthandcore.com. So fifth represents the five senses and core, C-O-R.com. You can find me. You can connect on LinkedIn. You can follow us on Instagram, TikTok, whatever your version is. Um, and if not, I'm always coffee or cocktails. Choose one. I'll take you out. Let's get to know each other. 
Absolutely. Robin, thank you so much for coming on the show. Amazing guys. If you like this, make sure you share, subscribe, follow. We have another event coming up, as she said. And so definitely stay tuned for that. And, you know, I'm your host. We'll see you again. And as we always say, we look good. We live good. Life is good. Talk to us. We talk back and we're out of here.